Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A podcast produced by Pinecone. You're listening to the Motorsport Dream. Christopher Lindine interviews drivers from all different kinds of motorsport competition. Formula One, Formula One. MotoGP, MotoGP. Endurance. Endurance, Rally, Rally. IndyCar, IndyCar. NASCAR. NASCAR, and many more. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Speed Passion Media presents probably the biggest podcast within motorsport. This podcast is created in collaboration with Speed Passion Events, where you can drive a real Formula One car and racing time watches. Enjoy your passion. The Motorsport Dream with Christopher Lindine. Hello and welcome to the podcast, The Motorsport Dream. And today's guest is Rory Pentinen. Welcome. Thank you. Rory, could you start to tell about for unknown listeners, who are you? I'm uh, Rory Pentinen from uh, Nukalbi, Finland. And uh, I have been doing uh, motorsport for my homegrown up life, at least. Started as 16 years old with uh, uh, rallycross in Finland called Jokkis. And uh, continued after that to to road racing, circuit racing. You started to compete in the Legends Trophy in Finland. Yeah, af- after I did the, the cheap kind of rallycross in Finland, I continued because I knew I wanted to do uh, track racing, road racing, and uh, I went to the bank and loaned money for to buy me my own race car, the Legend cars, which is. Uh, very big class here in Finland and uh, I bought it back in 2003 I think I bought it and uh, that was my first season with uh, competing on asphalt and uh, it was a lot of things to learn because I was only used to to gravel and uh, rallycross but but when I continued to circuit racing on, on tarmac it's really important with the setup of the car and I had to to learn everything step by step. So I did, uh, I think, two seasons where I was learning a lot, 
how to set up the car correctly and uh, and my third season was so I started to found the speed and the, the right setups for the car and and in 2007 was my best season in legend cars and I was uh, second in the Finnish championship and I then won the world championship in the United States in California in the pro division so that was big or huge for me and because of that I could continue to climb the, the ladder in, in motorsport. So it was this, uh, it started with the Jokis and then the Leridans like set the ground for uh, to get you into motorsport, like to get your own name made in Finland in motorsport or how would you say? Yeah, yeah, because of when I won the world championship in California, it, it was huge thing for me, and uh, in and uh, after that I get a, did get a contract in to do the radical series in Sweden, where I managed to do quite well also, and uh, I did uh, did the radical series in, in, for three years in Sweden and. After that, I knew I wanted to to move out more internationally and do uh, endurance races internationally. And uh, back in 2013, I did my first 24-hour race. That was in Barcelona with an English team. It was with a BMW BMW, uh, M3. And uh, did quite well there. I was the fastest in our car and one of the fastest in our class and unfortunately we had a lot of problems with the car, we had some technical issues, but uh, I showed there that I was capable to, to do good good lap times and uh, I knew knew that after that race that this is what something I want to do, to, to do endurance races. After that race I wanted to do more and I contacted I had a, uh, a friend here who had connections to Germany and uh, I went to to him and we talked and he, he managed to find a seat in an Hyundai. That was later later on in 2013. So I did one, one race at uh, Nürburgring Nordschleife with Hyundai. It was a four hour, four hour endurance race. As you listeners maybe know, but Nordschleife is the hardest track there is on this planet and it was my first time there and I I managed to do quite well there I was also the fastest driver in our car and it was Hyundai's first uh, class victory at Nordschleife so it was a big big thing for them also as it was for me and uh, because of that I managed to get a contract with Hyundai so I, do, I was three years for the works Hyundai team at, at Nordschleife and we also had, uh, in 2014, we had a uh, class victory at, at the 24-hour of Nürburgring, so huge thing. It was a lot of fun. About three years with Hyundai, learned a lot at Nordschleife. And uh, was it uh, always do you that made contact with the teams, starting from the radical Sweden driving, or was it they contacted you, or how did... In, uh, how was after, after radical... I had, because I knew I wanted to do the long distance races and runs races, I had to contact different teams and uh, we contacted many different teams, but found the, the team from England that we came along with really good. So so we contacted them and 
we managed to find a deal so I could do the race and uh, and I guess that's how it works at first you you need to contact different teams and pay for your drive and uh, hope you get good results so you can manage to continue in in motorsport that's how we did it also with the English team and then to Hyundai I we contacted them and then we it worked along real good so so we continued for three years with them but uh after the Hyundai period for three years I wanted to do some faster cars I wanted to move up to GT racing and uh, then I to, to climb to the next step you need to contact a GT team and see if you can find connections who which who you can work with and uh, we find uh, GDR racing Italian based racing team who was going to to race uh, the 24 hours of Dubai we closed the deal with them and uh, that this is now in 2016 or se- no 2017 it is I did the first race in a GT car with a Porsche 9, 991 and uh, I wasn't sure back then could I be f- I knew I was fast in the Hyundai but then it was a big step to go up to GT cars with you know, a lot more more horsepower and uh, the first race the in Dubai I managed quite well there also and was the fastest fastest driver in our car and one of the fastest in our class but there as well we had some technical issues so we didn't have a good 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 finish at the race we did finish the race but not in a good position but that because of that I I did more races with uh, with uh, the same team GDL later on that year in uh, Mugello and I also that year I did did the 24 hours Nürburgring with Hyundai it was my last race for Hyundai and I also did some more races with an English team in a BMW and uh, it started to come more and more, more questions from team who wanted me to drive for them so it was that was the first year which really was really good for me because the team started to ask for me so that was a big step for me but for every step you go into faster or different cars you need you need to find a solution how to to come there it's, it's not easy when you don't have a lot of money uh, which of these uh, Hondas and Ferraris which racing car has been your favorite one so far so far for sure is uh, Ferrari uh, I have done three seasons with Ferrari 488 GT3 uh, with uh, Rinaldi Racing and uh, I just love that car it's absolutely wonderful to drive and uh, we have had some some good finishes with it also and and uh, it, it had worked really good so I have to say the Ferrari is for sure my my favorite car at the moment I have done uh, Lamborghini Super Trofeo and Lamborghini Huracan GT3 uh, Porsches I have uh, tried tried Aston Martin GT3 I tried a drive quite a lot of different GT cars but the favorite one is for sure the Ferrari so what's so special about that <laughs> uh, I mean Lamborghini and Porsche is also nice ones <laughs> for sure they are but uh, I like like how you should drive the Ferrari it has a little, little bit different driving styles compared to the other cars I have driven and I, I just like it and Ferrari is a Ferrari it, uh, it's absolutely wonderful car to drive it's It's easy to to do laps in it, but to be really fast, it it 
takes quite a lot from the driver. It's uh, to find the, the last tenths. It's not easy, but uh, I think this year I did the spot 24 hours, 24 hours with the Ferrari and uh, managed to do really good lap times there. And uh, it took a while to get used to the driving style of the Ferrari, the months, but I think I've found it quite good now and have had a good year with Ferrari. Let's go back to the beginning. How how did you this uh, passion for motorsport and uh, racing come for you? Yeah, it's uh, I, I'm. My parents always said I'm born in a pit because uh, my parents were into the cheap rallycross jockeys here in Finland. My dad has raced it, and my two of my uh, both my brothers have raced it, and a lot of uncles and cousins have have raced so i have been since i was under one years old i've been in the pit so it's 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 in my blood for sure i always i knew from the beginning i want to to race on on asphalt not not on dirt but because of it's expensive i needed to start with the cheapest kind and that was yorkies and uh started up there but as soon as i found a way to to do it, do it on on asphalt. I as I said already, I went to the bank and loaned money to buy myself my first race car. And it was not an easy decision to take. It a lot of people called me crazy because I had back then one year old son and uh, didn't have any money. But I had a huge passion for motorsport and knew this is something I want to do, and I did it. And that's not. I'm not regret regretting it. No. What did I say at the bank then? <laughs> well, well, you you know you can go to the bank and loan money for different reasons, and it was not so much money. Uh, if I remember correctly, it was something like ten, twelve thousand euros. But uh, it was a lot of money for me, and it it is still a lot of money for me. But uh, it was something I knew I had to do because I always said when I have the possible possibility to buy a, a race car will buy it but I knew if I don't go to the bank and load the money I won't get that possibility so uh, it was the only way for me to do it And but as I said my passion for motorsport has always been there it's still I think it's even bigger now than it has ever been so it's just continued growing my passion so uh, it's just something I always have done and I will continue doing as long as I feel this for it, as I feel today, and I always have. Do you, do you still ha- have any specific goal that you want to achieve in motorsports? Yeah, definitely. Uh, it has been, as far as I can remember, my dream has been to do Le Mans 24 hours, because that's that's the big race. And that this, this is something I have dreamt of, and of course it's, a dream is a dream, but I have always dreamt, dreamt big, and and uh, I have never thought that I could do it. But uh, because of the deal I have now, the contract I have now for this year, you never know what can happen. Because this year I'm gonna do the LMP3 series, Le Mans prototypes. I'm gonna do the whole series Michelin Le Mans Cup here in Europe this year in the Ligier LMP3. And one of our races 
is at Le Mans on the same date as the Le Mans 24 hour start is. So I, this year I'm going to do the Le Mans track and it's a huge thing for me for sure because just to do Le Mans is something not very many drivers can do. It's, it's, it's a dream come true. But of course I'm dreaming of the 24 hour race and that's what I'm still aiming for. And now I'm in the race road to Le Mans, so you never know what can happen. It's up to me to do a good job and maybe, maybe you can go up to the 24 hour race also. How did this uh, deal with this season come? Uh, I'm gonna do the, the Michelin Le Mans Cup. It's the race weekends are two hour races with two drivers. And uh, my co-driver this year, my, the driver I will do the series with is uh, Matthias Kaiser. I knew about him because his father owns a company here in, in Nukalabu. They are from Liechtenstein. And I, I knew a little bit about him. And he has done two seasons with the LMP3 car. And they was looking for a fast bronze driver. I happened to be a bronze driver in the, the FIA categorization. And uh, they contacted me a couple of months ago and told me their plans, what they will will do, and they are looking for a driver, and they thought that I would be a good companion to Matthias. And uh, after a couple of meetings, we, we settled the deal, and now we'll, we'll do the whole whole season here in Europe, which will be six, six weekends, from April to October. And we also will do one race at Sepang, that will be next weekend, so in a week's time I will be in the race car for the first time. So we have one four-hour race at, at Sepang, and uh, it will be Matthias and me share the car, so we will do four, two, two drivers for uh, four hours. And as I said, it will be my first first time I will sit in an LMP3 car, so I don't know, still don't know what to, to, to expect. I think and hope I will manage the car well, and we'll see. We we'll see after after a week. We'll see how it will go. But uh, I have been practicing in the simulator quite a lot with the LMP3, so I I know pretty much about it how to to do and how to race because simulators nowadays are so good. But of course, when you jump in it for the first time, it's a new experience for sure, and we'll see what happens. Can you explain a bit what this uh, LMP3 car is and how? what's the biggest difference from the things you have driven before? LMP, LMP3 car is a Le Mans prototype car and uh, they are built for speed, nothing else. They are built f- like in GT cars, it's it's a car that you can drive, not, not the race cars, but, but the they look the same as the car you can buy for a road and they are built race cars after that but a, a prototype car like Le Mans prototype they are built from scratch to be just fast and no compromises of everything just to be fast so uh, I always said that prototypes cars that's real race cars because it's fast it's no nothing else thinking about just to be fast on the race track. So a lot of downforce, that's the biggest difference between GT cars with much more downforce. So you're going much faster through corners and that's something you need to get used to, I think, to compare to, to a GT3 car or GT car. 
talking generally about motorsport, uh, how much do you follow motorsport yourself? Well, quite a lot, especially all the endurance races, the, 20, the big 24-hour races around the world, like Daytona 24-hour, Le Mans, Nürburgring 24-hours, Spa 24-hours. I have, I have done all these races except for the Daytona. I haven't done, but uh, but I have done the the big other big races. I have done, so it's I follow them a lot. Of course, the, the GT and the Le Mans prototype series I follow a lot. And I also watch Formula One for sure every every time it's possible. But that and that will almost every races. But sometimes I'm self racing, so I can watch them. But uh, yeah, I'm 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 a big, huge motorsport fan, and I have a big passion for it. So it's a big thing in my life for sure, motorsport. Which occasion or event in motorsport? have affected you the most. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Well, I don't think I have to say... I can't say one thing. I, I need to say about at least two things. Two big things that has been important for me. That's when I won the World Championship in Legends because after that I I could take the st- step out in the world just not racing in Finland and I managed to get the deal in, in Radical Series in Sweden and so on. So that is for sure one big thing. But uh, and another thing is... Is for sure the the class victory with Hyundai at Nurburgring 24 Hours. It that was a huge thing. It's uh, because Nurburgring 24 Hours is a big race, and a lot of spectators between two and three hundred thousand spectators, and a lot of cars with usually around 200 cars competing. So that affected me a lot also. But then also after that, the third thing is like 
just to come into the the, the big series in in GT, the Black Paint series, the Spa 24 hours, just to compete in the whole series is is was a huge thing and is a huge thing for me still. So let's say those three things are the most important things for me. What do you like the most with being a race car driver? Uh, the the speed, the corner speeds, because everybody asks me how fast do you go straight. So I usually don't know, around 300 something, 290, 300 something. But everybody can do it. Everybody can floor a pedal and just go fast straight. But the, the corner speeds, that's what's amaze me out the most because it's, you can do so fast in corners with a good setup on a car and uh, and uh, yeah that's just what I love to, to, to drive fast in corners it's it's an unbelievable feeling that if you haven't felt it it's you can't explain how it feels it's just the g-forces everything it's like you become one with the car and that's something I just Love. What do you like the least with being a race car driver? I have to say the travels. Uh, uh, of course, I like to travel to, to come to new places, but the, to sit on an airplane or wait on the airports, it's not something I I don't like. I will now on Tuesday I will fly to Malaysia. It's 17 hours, 30 minutes flight, or I need to change. So the whole travel will be 17 hours, 30 minutes. So I'm not looking forward to that, but uh, I guess that's something you have to live with. And um, do you ever feel fear while racing? No. Of course, you can feel fear if you're. I'm. Fear to if I crash the car. That's something I I feel fear for. Not that I think that I will hurt myself because that's isn't something I have never thought about even. But to to destroy the car, I, I, that's something you just want to hand to continue the race and give a good race car to the next driver who will jump in and and see the finish line and hopefully on the podium. But uh, no, 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 I'm not. Don't, doesn't feel fair in a in a race car, no. Have you had any big crashes? Uh, not three <laughs> times. Uh, not that big crashes. Of course, some crashes. I had one this summer or last summer in at Nürburgring, in the Black Bay Sprint Series. With that was with Kessel Ferrari. That I really feel bad for. I I get a snap always there in a in a Michael Schumacher SS at Nürburgring when I turned left for the left hander I got a snap always there and I missed the following corner and clipped the curb and it, the car bottomed out on the curb and it threw me backwards into the tire wall and it's quite a fast corner we're doing something like 200 kilometers per hour and and going backwards into the tire barrier I just was waiting for the crash and it's Crashed the car quite a lot, but this was in qualifying. But they managed to to rebuild the car for the race, and uh, we even managed to win the the AM our class in AM class the, the, that following race. So that was that was good. But uh, 
to to come back to the to the pit to to tell the crew to tell the your co-driver about you have crashed the car that's something that doesn't feel good so uh yeah I, I had some smaller crashes but that was the biggest one now you know, in the last years and i hope i won't try that again <laughs> So you haven't get uh, hurt or injured anytime from no, racing? No, I had, uh, when I was racing Radical in Sweden, I had once quite a big crash and I was, I hurt my neck a little bit, but uh, not that bad. But I was sore in my body for a week or two, but otherwise, no. And um, how do you feel about your driving talent? Huh. Tricky question. Uh, I mean, I always feel that uh, I can do better, and uh, I know I have s- some talent, of course. But I always think that everybody else has are better, and I, I really need to work hard to achieve what I have achieved. And I would love to ha- have more talent for sure, because you can never be good enough. But uh, yeah, I could have more talent for sure. But uh, I guess you can always be better in whatever you're doing. Going back to the the traveling part, uh, which race do you think is the best to travel to, taking everything into account? For example, the area where where the race is held, the on track action, travel distance to the country, the country itself, and so on. Oh, this was easy. It's Nurburgring, twenty four hours. It's. I have done the twenty-four hours of Nürburgring four times, and it's just so special. The atmosphere there, with two to three hundred thousand spectators that are camping in the woods, fireworks. They are partying in the woods. It's just an amazing thing to to race that race because you can see the fireworks. You can see the when they have barbecuing they, the spectators there are amazing and uh, someday I'm gonna go to watch a race on that numbering 24 hours because it's so special the atmosphere there that's something everybody who is into motorsport or loves cars I can recommend to go and watch the 24 hours numbering because it's just amazing it's nothing close to it anywhere in the world I think it's Everybody says it. It's it's really special. And uh, then the opposite. Which race is the worst to travel to? Oh, I don't know. Of the races I have raced, I don't know. I can't say one race. Uh, every racetrack has something good, but just to come there might be more painful than other tracks. But I don't know. I can't. I can't say one. It's Ah, I don't have one really shitty one. I don't. <laughs> you you enjoy them all in some way. For sure, for sure. But uh, yeah, I, I can't. I can say one. No, I can't. If we take any racing car that you can choose, uh, which racing car do you think is the most beautiful of all time? Oh, actually, yesterday I watched a documentary about the McLaren F1. And it, I watched two documentary about it: the McLaren F1, the road car, and the McLaren GTR, back in the 90s. And uh, I, I remember when I 
when it they came the McLaren F1 came out when I watched Top Gear was testing and uh, just the sound of it the look of it it's so extreme so I have to say the McLaren F1 back in from the 90s it's that was just pure race car and pure it was ah, amazing car uh, which uh, road car do you think is the most beautiful of all time I like the Ferrari 488 for sure The one I have also raced as a road car, it's a beautiful car. I like the GT3 Porsches, but uh, if I have to choose, maybe the Porsche GT3. You don't have one yet? No. <laughs> What's your daily driver here in Finland? <laughs> My wife's BMW 320. <laughs> <laughs> How fast have you driven uh, uh, both on track and uh, on uh, real roads? On track, I guess around 300. Around 300, I can say exactly, but around 300. And on uh, road, I would say 270, 280 something. That's something to remember. Or maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will tell where and when, but uh, it wasn't legal. I can, <laughs> but yeah, it's nothing. I because I need my driver's license for my racing, so I, 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 I don't actually like to drive on the on the normal road. I, mm. I hate driving. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I don't. Uh, uh, no. So I. Uh, I travel a lot to to Helsinki because my wife lives there. Also, we, we he, she lives there, and I live here in the Kalmi. So we travel a, quite a lot back and forth to Helsinki. But I always take the train because I can't stand driving 80 kilometers per hour and just get road rage because oh, oh, I hate driving. I love driving race cars, but hate driving on road. You talked about watching the. McLaren documentaries. Uh, do do you have any favorite motorsport movie? That uh, would be Senna, the movie about Senna. I really lo- like it. I have watched it many many times. I think last time was last week. <laughs> uh, I like that a lot. And also, I watched a couple of weeks ago. I watched the the movie about uh, Bruce McLaren. That was also a good one. I enjoy it a lot to watch a lot of uh, documentaries about old racing and uh, I watch those things a lot but a movie for Motorsport movie would say Senna the new Le Mans 66 movie is also it's good but I'll, I'll say Senna it's that's a good one talking about a little bit about F1 as you follow it As well, uh, who's your favorite F1 driver of all time? Uh, my, I I don't know if if I had an idol, but uh, but uh, Senna made a huge impact for me. He he was he was so talented. So I think Senna, he he's, I enjoyed watching his his racing and yeah so. Senna. He had the passion for motorsport, and that's that's what I also have. I guess everybody, but you could see Senna. He had a huge passion for what he was doing, and uh, he's been my favorite driver. Sure.
And uh, how did his uh, accident impact your life? Mm, I can say it impacted me much. Uh, it was sad day, of course, when he crashed and died. But it's something that can happen in motorsport, and you you know about it. And it's the risks you have to take if you are into motorsport. Which uh, current F1 driver do you support or like or? Of course, Kimi is Kimi is Kimi. Uh, it's I I I had uh, you're the same age also. Yeah, we're exactly the same. He's I guess he's a couple of days older than me, uh, if I remember correctly. But uh, I had met Kimi a couple of times, and uh, I knew his father quite good because I was doing legends cars in here in Finland back then when uh, Kimi's dad also did race in the same series in Finland. So I managed to to get to talk to Matti quite a lot, and he was a really nice guy. And uh, yeah, Kimi is Kimi, and of course nowadays we're watching uh, Formula One. It's Kimi and Walter, of course, you are cheering for. But uh, yeah, do you have any any hints that you if you have a young guy who wants to start to compete? in motorsport and racing, uh, what are your best tips for those younger ones that want to get into this lifestyle? Yeah, but first of all, you need passion. That's that's the thing I think you need the most of. Because if you have passion, of course you need to be talented, but if you have talented and you have passion, then everything is possible. Because it, the problem with motorsport, as everybody know, it, it costs a lot of money. That's that's the biggest problem. But if you have passion enough, you will find a way to get around, to get to the, the race you want to do or whatever. So it's not easy for a young guy who will start with karting. You need parents that are willing to put the money in it. And then uh, after the karting, you need to continue to some other other series, Formula 3 or Formula Renault or whatever you will want to try. It, it, it's so much money, but if you have the passion and you really, really want to do it, you will find a way and manage it. Because I have never had money and uh, I have find some way to continue to my next step and... Uh, but if you don't have a big passion for it, you won't make it. You will say, oh, I ran out of money, and that was it. That's what you say then. But if you have the big passion, you will find a way somehow. It's strange, but it will happen. <laughs> I have talked to many drivers, and they have been in the same same thing. So. And uh, we see a lot of trophies here in the background. Uh, do you get to keep all your trophies that you win? Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, so it's they are. I'm proud of them because it's something you know you have put a lot of effort to get, a lot of money and effort to, to get them. So they will continue being here and something you can tell your grandchildren about when you are old and they ask about it. It's I have a lot of nice memories from motorsport. Do you have any special trophy that you that is your? 
Well, the, the the big one, the tall one, that's when I won the world championship in with Legends Cars, so that's, a oh, that's the one. nice one. But of course, the first, the races with GT Cars, when when things started to get really serious, it's it's nice to, to be on a podium in, for example, the one on the, uh, the left there, up left, it's my first podium with a GT3 car in uh, Blank Paint series with Ferrari. Uh, I will never forget, it was really nice and they're all nice. It's it's not easy to achieve to be on the podium, so you know you have worked hard and to, to get there, so they are nice memories. And yeah, I, I think that was all the questions. Yeah, thanks for taking part in this. Thank you. The first episode of the Motorsport Dream. And um, today you also became a Racing Time ambassador. Yeah. The Swedish watchmaker Racing Time.se. And uh, nice. <laughs> hope you have a good season with the LMP3 core. Thank you. And uh, where can people follow you that want to follow your motorsport career? They could go on Facebook, it's Rory Pentinen Motorsport, and also on in Instagram, Rory Pentinen Motorsport, and my webpage is rorypentinen.com. So we try to update the Instagram and Facebook quite a lot when we are doing races, so go there and follow me. Yeah, sure will. Thanks. Thank you. You've been listening to the Motorsport Dream with Christopher Lindeen. Thank you for listening to this episode. To find out more information about the company Speed Passion, hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, and on our webpage at speedpassion.fi. And also find more information about Racing Time watches on racingtime.se. Follow Christopher and his motorsport journey on christopher.lindine on Instagram. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, released every fortnight. Till next time, this is the Motorsport Dream. Signing off. A podcast produced by Pinecone. For more info on Pinecone and our services, please visit pinecone.fi. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.